people were just begging to buy shirts, and I was getting cuffed. Mississauga Native. Counterfeit is a billion-dollar business. Forget your music. You should be selling shirts and stuff. The T-Shirt King. We have to take a front Sean Bradshaw. It's inexcusable. Y'all are the doubters. Y'all can't believe that I got the power. Go take a cold shower. I'm feeling like He-Man puffing that flower. Running go cowards, seeing the tower. Standing on top looking down on two cowards. Lessons I learned within 24 hours. Mentally drained, make you spit up some chowder. My name is Tyron Brooks. I am part owner of the Upso Youth Assistance Program. The other owner is my friend Tyler. At Upso Studios, we do screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, photography. And we want to kind of use that knowledge to teach other youth, other BIPOC um, individuals how to screen print and all these things. And not just harbor them and have them learn these things, but actually give them certificates from accredited uh, professors or people who are um, known to be top embroiderers, top screen printers, and they can sign off of it and put it on their resume. Some people were around the stadium selling bootleg Blue Jays t-shirts, but that was not us. We were selling compliance, I love BJ's t-shirts, and one BJ's always better than nine Yanks shirts. No logos on it, no Toronto on it, no Blue Jays on it, absolutely nothing illegal on our t-shirts. So it's crazy, when you're chopping shirts, I'll tell you this, when you're on the road, you're chopping, you're whopping. There's police. The regular police in the regular police cars, they don't see nothing. Regular plain clothes police, they don't see nothing. Matter of fact, they used to buy shirts off us. But they have these police called the licensed police. Bubba and Sean, they had license. I never had a license. I'm just like that. So when they roll up, it's like you could see. If you're looking into a crowd, it's like you see a whole, it's like the matrix. You look into a crowd. You can decipher the codes and you can see the codes. Sometimes you can't and somebody will tap you on your shoulder. It's regular, nonchalant. Yeah, what do you want? They pull out a badge, that's it. The ticket scalpers were out there trying to do their thing and they didn't want their spot hotted up. There is buskers out there doing their thing, trying to make money, hot dog vendors. And you got to know all of these people, you know what I'm saying? It became a community. But at the same time, everybody's out there trying to make money and you got like undercovers out there trying to take us down because shit wasn't legal. A lot of men didn't have no hawkers and peddlers license. They were just out there. So they cracked down. A lot of people didn't, uh, didn't, they didn't have that vision or a lot of people were just greedy and they just, just didn't care, you know what I mean? So I wasn't even surprised and it's almost like I told you. It was all a dream. Live at the T-Shirt King headquarters. This is what we do here. We fill orders. M for the movement. M for the music. It was all a dream. dream. Originally, what I remember happening was like the split with Joe and Richie, right? That was the first, like, they kicked off or whatever and, and they split up, right? But the design was Joe's. Right, so, but <laughs> Richie wasn't out there for a little while. We didn't see him, and then he popped back up. Roll Touch come back to Jamaica. I see Roll Touch. He's like, "Yo, what happened to all my shirts?" I'm like, "What do you mean, happened to all your shirts? You and Joe are partners." I handed him the money. He goes, "He didn't give me no money." More and more people started coming out, and then Richie started getting 
these youths that nobody ever seen in their life that started coming out here. I said, I'm with you, homie. Team Roll Touch. And Roll Touch the Smart, he brought out some other guys. Next thing we're on the block, killing it. Joe ain't out there. Joe's hating in the low. I can't speak for Cousin Joe. I can't speak for what his motives were. I know that from the outside looking in, it doesn't look good. What happened was when the cops came out, the cops came out to the obvious areas. They're like everyone around the stadium and it's not, they're whopping them, they're handing guys papers and court summons and getting sued and they're confiscating low. One guy had like a thousand shirts and they took all his shirts. It's a lonely hustler, 40 shirts in my bag. A cop walks up to me one time and says, hey, that guy up the street, the Filipino guy, is that your friend? I said, yeah, it's my brethren. We grew up together in Saga. He said, that's not your friend. It was all a dream. In the basement, way, way back. It was SWAT team, Red Squad, essential with the rap. Me and Mark was on the beat, but it started with Buck. Now I'm flying overseas, commercials for big bucks. My merch, we sell it on the street just like it's crack. The world's a different place where your pockets are fat. When broke, feel the pressure to the point it's exact. I built a house in Jamaica, y'all can hate on the facts. See, I started from the bottom, steady grinding on the streets. From the CDs to USBs, hoodies and the D's. Yeah, I'm steady making G's, and I ain't owe you jack. You could be up in the trap, but I ain't in it that. Like a woman with nobody, and no shape, the thing is flat. I like everything fat. From my bank to my hat. Back in the day, I got jacked. Paid the cost to be a boss. Took a it, 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 it was, it was all a dream.